overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. You're listening to episode 188. And today, we are going to have on some of the people that were winners of the TOP spots for the core event. And Chris Willie, the manager of Complete Off-Road, and also uh, an attendee of the event. We're going to start off with Trevor Torrens, who is with us right now. Hello. Hi, Trevor. How are you today? I am. I'm all right. Oh, just all right. Not, not great. Just kind of getting by. Yeah, I just got shit on by a truck all day at work and, you know. Dirt in your eyes and down your back and all that. Yep. Yeah, I know that feeling. So, Trevor, do you remember going to core at all? That was you're you know, being so formal right now. I feel like I'm gonna gouge my eyes. Hey, <laughs> man, you remember when you said you were gonna shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue to shut up. This is wonderful. So, God damn it. So, Trevor. All right, I'm starting off well. We're off to a good start. It's always good. I do remember Core, Mike. It was great. That's what's important is that you remember it. See, the thing is, I don't. And so, I'm going to need you to jog my memory. And first of all, Trevor won one of the spots from the Total Off Road podcast. That's why we're having him on. I know I said that, but I just wanted to reiterate. And Trevor has been a listener for a long time and a patron, and he's just an all-around great guy. And I want to know what you liked best about the complete off-road experience, Trevor. My favorite part about it is wheeling uh, private property and trails that haven't been wheeled in a long time. Um, I think it's cool, kind of the breaking ground feeling. especially doing the last trail that we did during the North Ravine. Um, I think that's pretty neat. It's not something you get to do at most off-road parks. You definitely don't get to blaze your own trails at most off-road parks. They don't say, hey, actually stay off trail. You see a trail? No, 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 no. Cut down some trees. Have fun. Do whatever you want. Flip over. Nobody cares. Drink beer. That's right. Drive the long way through a creek. The exactly. DNR line. That's uh yeah, yeah, definitely not something that you normally get to experience. It is pretty cool being able to blaze some trails, even if it means you have to drive through some four foot tall grass to get there. Hopefully nobody's mm-hmm. exhaust caught their rig on fire. No, we're fine. I, I do think we avoided fires this year. Uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing any fires, so I'm going to say that that's a that's a win, at least in that department. So in that aspect, I was prepared with my ORA fire extinguisher mount. Was there a fire extinguisher in it, though? Yes. Yeah, okay, well, you never know. Uh, a fire extinguisher mount don't do shit. You actually have to purchase a fire extinguisher, Trevor. No, 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 no. You just hit the fire with the mount. It knows I what's mean, up. that is one way to put a fire out. Is it the most effective way? Not sure. But it is Probably a not. way. <laughs> So that's what you liked best about the experience. What did you hate about core? Um, hate's a strong word. But what did you strongly strong dislike word. about core? Or you can tell me what you hated. That's fine too. 
<laughs> did you did you strongly dislike anything about core? The only thing that I disliked about it, and it's the same thing I dislike about wheeling in big groups, aside from wheeling in big groups, oh. is stopping for lunch. We're all adults. Just eat when you're hungry, and let's keep moving. Oh. So you dislike stopping for lunch more than you like just being like stuck on a trail like as a like you know, like when there's like a lot of rigs trying to do the same obstacle? Lunch is well, the is the real kicker for you? Yeah, because yeah. at least something is happening when you're waiting in line and you could be eating lunch at that time rather than waiting in line for an hour and then stopping for another hour to eat lunch. You could have just ate lunch. That is a valid point. I guess I never really thought about it. Yeah, if you're sitting around, you might as well just make it lunchtime if you're hungry. Sure, not everybody has to eat at the same time. You don't know that everybody had breakfast at the same time or that that amount of time is going to pass where everyone just happens to be hungry. It makes sense to just eat when you're hungry. Exactly. Interesting. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say that that was their least favorite part of any wheeling trip, let alone this one. So that's a that's a new spin. Uh Oh, what's happening? Nope. What? Dustin, what are you doing here? Nope. Why? Why are there? What's happening right now? What? What am I doing? Where? No, this isn't part of the podcast. Ming, what's happening? Ming, you're not in charge anymore. <laughs> oh he God! No. What? Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. Why are there 14 people in here right now? None of you have permission to be in here. Why are you in here? No, stop it. Why is this happening? This was the only plan the whole time. I hate no, Ming. Ming, do something. <laughs> the only plan the whole time was to sh- for everyone to show up. Yes, I'm loving hearing Mike freak out. This is <laughs> unacceptable. But beer, nah. Mike, you need a full sized guy in here with you. Oh my God, you're barely full size. You're three quarter <laughs> size at best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I was trying to keep this podcast on the rails. I see now that none of you want that, so you enjoy your damn podcast. <laughs> Mike is leaving the chat. I'm just going to start drinking beer and it. seeing what happens. Yeah, Mike's just going to to drinking his beer. Yep. There's the no one going to be able to run a shit show with twelve of you fuckers in here. That's the goal fact. of this was to have people who remember core talk about core. <laughs> oh, that's good. We're going to need something. We're going to need you guys to hold your hand up or something because there's way too many motherfuckers in here right now. Sorry, I realize I'm being yeah. we could, vulgar. Next being so we could everybody do the push talk. That's, I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, that's way, more, that's way more work than we're, than we're prepared to do tonight. <laughs> hey, you're the guy editing, so whatever. Yeah, I'm screwed. So, <laughs> all right, so I'm in the middle of trying to lay flooring. Who all is in here now? Um. We, Dave, Ming, me, Jesus Chris, Christ. wait, Mr. Compl- oh, Rick, Dustin, freaking, obviously Trevor, you, and, and Woo Dude, sorry. And Woo Dude, DJ. And DJ. I'm having an aneurysm, sorry guys. Mike, I'm yeah, just going to say it's really weird when I hear my real name. Oh, I'm sorry, should I have only said your screen names on Discord? Okay. Dave Hansen, fun nickname. <laughs> Kyle Ming, Mike Wolf, also fun nickname. Mr. Complete Off Road, Mr. Crawler Off Road, Arch Nemesis. 
obviously, Speakeasy, Total Off-Road Podcast, Trevor Torrance, and Woo.Dude. The only people that call me Dustin is my wife when she's mad at me. Yeah, I like that you said the only people, and it was one person. <laughs> well, it's, it's a woman. It, every woman has multiple personalities. Oh, you're short stack now. Okay, got it. That's fine. Just <laughs> <laughs> nickname or did he do it? All right, I feel like Mike. I feel like you should give each one of these people the same rundown that you gave Trevor. Jesus what do you Christ, love? what's what happening? Do you <laughs> Okay, does uh, I haven't heard Dave say anything. Dave, are you actually here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, well, Dave, since you're at the top of my list right now because your name is Dave and that's it's an alphabetical order, apparently. I'm gonna ask you. God, I hate this. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about the complete off-road experience? Honestly, my favorite thing is when Groey got out of your truck and tried to pile his six foot four body into the passenger seat of the Toyota and he got in, but then he couldn't figure out how to get back out when he found out he was uncomfortable. Yes, that's a, that was pretty pretty funny, but that was a mountain of a man. Yeah, that was right when Fred broke both axle shaft, front axle shafts in oh, a matter of three minutes. But and we're I, just hanging out, trying to figure out what to do, and Groey's like, I'm just going to hop in here. Well, that didn't go so well. Hopped in and sort of fell out. But honestly, the last part of Wheeling Day 2 was a blast until the hail came, and I had no fine. place to hide from it. It was fine. You have, yeah, your your rig doesn't lend well for a hailstorm. Or rain or Just anything. Weather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you should <laughs> be wheeling out west, change. buddy. That rig came from out west, so it is getting but, a uh, windshield next week. You've well, been saying that news. for three months, Dave. I actually got a hold of the windshield guy, so. Oh, okay, good. Finally. Is the frame <laughs> actually straight enough that the windshield just drop right in? Uh, I don't really care. It's just going to get two tubes of polyurethane. Oh, you're not even doing an actual piece of glass. You're doing some poly. Dude, poly scratch is easy. You're going to be no, sad. No, no, no. Glass. <laughs> it just glued in. Okay, okay. Oh, oh two layers uh, of polyurethane. For some reason, uh, you're talking about uh, plexiglass or something. Or polycarbonate. Yeah, that's right. No, it's it's getting glass. It's just, I'm just going to glue it in and uh, pray for the best because what's it matter if it leaks? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get oh. you. It irritated the shit out of me when my windshield leaked and I pulled it out and restrained the frame and got it sealed and now it doesn't. But obviously your cab is not near well sealed as snow day, so I get it. Yeah. Or straight. Yeah, that that also, yeah. Or lack okay, of so, cab. So your favorite part of core was Groey trying to fit his big ass into your truck. Okay, that's oh. that's kind of awesome. I love that. Honestly, it was core, so pretty much any bit of it was awesome. But, but the hi- uh, that was the highlight, though. I mean, for not wheeling the the waterfall, that was that was pretty pretty intense. So I will have to say that's probably top part of wheeling. So. That's awesome. I didn't get to do the waterfall because my truck was too big and I was scared of taking on extreme amounts of body damage. 
I can't believe how many people are in here right now. I hate you all. <laughs> we love you, Mike. Uh-huh. You better. We're all being pretty good. You're you're behaving yourselves more than I expected, I'll tell you that. All right, Dave. So now I need to know what was the thing you hated most about core? And you can, I could say you could strongly dislike or you can say hate, but I'm I'm sticking with hate because, you know, I really want you to let me have it. Um So I was <laughs> I in a real question. Huh? I said no, it's a strange question. What would you say? So I was in the rear with a gear all weekend. Which in the fun. rear that's, with a gear, is that like a what, is that a fun saying? What, what does was, that mean? That's what I was there for. I was in the back of the line. Okay. So I couldn't I guess theoretically I could have gotten out and walked up and watched everybody do the obstacles, but I, it sort of sucked not seeing how everybody was doing and the actual line and stuff like that. Um, which the line doesn't really matter. Um, the Toyota just seems to, you know, make me look like a good driver, but, uh, uh, I just, it feels like I missed out on a, bunch of cool stuff especially on wheeling day two like you mean as far as seeing people do it yes yes okay yeah yeah being a spectator is one of the best parts and if you're at the back of the line yeah you often don't get to see the the shit what's happening okay that's fair all right well i guess we got to move on because there's a lot of you and so very little time dusty buns yes michael what was your favorite part of the complete offer experience? Oh man, um, favorite part was basically getting getting with everybody and seeing everybody and hanging out and having a good time was the best part. Um, my most memorable part was at one point DJ got on the radio and said, "Do not." I think this is day one. DJ said, "If you don't want body damage, don't take this trail." And I remember hearing Chris over the radio said, do you think I give an F about body damage? <laughs> and he goes down this trail and it sounds like you're taking a dead blow hammer and beating the side of a tin roof every time he hits a ro- rock with the scout. Wow. <laughs> Are you sure that was, that was me that said that day two. That no, was I'm talking about, entering I'm talking the waterfall. About I'm talking about day one where I bashed in my bed skin. Were you oh were you etched yeah. your glass, Rick? Yes. Because you because you sissied out a day two. Ah, here we go. <laughs> you want me to burn your Jeep down to the ground? The one that's sitting Come on my property. Come on up and do it. Mm. Rick's always looking for an excuse to shoot somebody. I'm talking about your two door that's I'm staring at right now. I I haven't taken possession. Well, I've already got the money. Ooh. I haven't taken possession. <laughs> that is true. I got the tie that's sitting here in the safe. So he has your money, but also your Jeep and your title. Hmm, that doesn't sound good for you, Rick. Well, technically, I don't have his money because I already spent that money. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, right. problem. Maybe don't burn that to the ground. You don't want the wrath of Rick. I, I mean, he doesn't really know where I live yet. I got several hundred acres that I could. Never mind. <laughs> make, a, make a very small man disappear. <laughs> Rick, you and I are in the same boat. It's just going to be who's the better man. 
It's a one foot <laughs> square true. hole. Who's the bigger man? Who's the bigger man? <laughs> that's that's already been decided, bud. Yeah, it doesn't take much to get bigger than me, buddy. <laughs> oh my god. All right, this is going off the rails. Dusty buns. What was your what was the thing you hated most about core? Honestly, it was it was leaving. And not the fact that we're cores over and we're leaving. It was riding in Dave's <laughs> truck with 20,000 pounds hooked to the ball going down that hill. For some reason, Rich's driveway just gives me severe anxiety. You got a strong back. And all I could think is as we're cresting down the hill out of the woods, I'm like, trailer brakes are just going to say bye. <laughs> I mean, it, okay. it just it bothers me. I don't know why, but that bothers me so bad. Because last year when we headed to the second property, I was riding with Dave and we lost trailer brakes right as we passed Rich's house. So I see. So uh, last year he gave you a little PTSD. A little bit. My hand is on the door handle. I was getting ready to bail and leave everybody else in the truck. (laughs) Does it just feel super sketchy going down? Like, is the whole thing just kind of feel a little uneasy? Like, well, it wasn't super sketchy. And with that big trailer in his truck, it's just that thought in the back of my mind. I'm like, well, what if we lose brakes? It's not a good day. Then then you go, you go down the hill really fast. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Wee. I don't think that one ton Dodge is going to quarter corner like a NASCAR race car. Only one way to find it out. It might that do it once. <laughs> it might. It might surprise you. But, but he no, forgot but, uh, to say, sorry to walk over you. He forgot to say last year, Audrey was in the truck with us too. He was going to oh, yeah, bail yeah. out with his wife in the truck. So oh, every, wow. every man for himself, yep. buddy. <laughs> Every wow. man for himself. Okay. This is being recorded. We'll just refer to this later. Oh, no. She, she knows. Toyota at the bottom. It's a good bumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only, only to stop a Jeep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay, Dustin. Thank you for your input. Man, you keep, you guys keep changing your names. I'm going to lose track of who I've talked to and who I haven't. Somebody okay. changed my name, and I'm not very happy about it. I don't. I, I didn't even it. know you could change other people's names in Discord. I thought you had to do it yourself, but I, apparently I fixed, not. I fixed it for you, Dustin. Thank you, Kyle. You're my friend. Must have been a glitch in the Matrix or something. I was the one that changed it in the first place. Just saying. Uh, Aha. Yeah, hey, Rick. Right. As long as as long as we're talking, Rick. What was your favorite part of the complete offer experience? Getting to do the waterfall ravine. By far the best. <sighs> you guys are making me sad that I didn't do that one. Everybody yep. seems oh, yeah, to like the great. waterfall. Yep. Now you I can't it, wait Mike. to go up it. Up? Yeah. I think I would be. Well, mm-hmm. no, it was tight sideways, wasn't it? Like it was narrow also. Oh, you. Uh, that, there's a reason that I got on the radio before I went in and I said, do not follow if you're not accepting of body damage. Because it wasn't just that you, it was steep. As soon as you. No, no, no. The waterfall itself was the easy part. The waterfall itself was the easy part. It was the following 200 yards of trees and boulders and whatever. I don't remember. How long was it? 100 yards? 200 yards? I never even saw that part. I saw the waterfall itself, but I mean, I knew you guys were like literally like cutting through trees with a chainsaw, like trying to get down there, but I didn't see like the the carnage that ensued. The drop off of the waterfall itself was the easy part. 
If you had okay. any bit of wheelbase to you, it was nothing. Um, you know, Rich and Cody with the short wheelbase, you know, Wranglers. That's yeah, it probably was uh, exciting. Yeah, but, but Rick, any, Rick not any of us that had wheelbase, it wasn't so bad dropping off. Okay, Rick, not to interrupt you, but I watched Cody drop in. And his Jeep was dancing on the front bumper. Yep. Yep. I saw the video. And, and yes, it was. Yep. I saw the video. So for the short wheelbase guys, yeah, I'm sure the waterfall itself, the drop in, so to speak, was uh, probably pretty Fine. exciting, you know, but for anybody with, you know, a hundred, hundred five plus inch wheelbase. Yeah. The, the drop in was actually <laughs> the easy part. It was okay. the the remaining getting out of the ravine or getting through the ravine to the exit that was um exciting challenging so, so obviously there were a lot you of guys, trees and you guys cut a lot of those in order to literally be able to make the pass but was there other stuff that would have caused body damage or was it just the trees like I mean, were the rocks to your sides yeah, or just probably, underneath the trees probably just the trees okay I didn't cut any trees. I just winched myself. We winched me off of like two different trees. Damn. I got my roof with one of them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just a little. Why do you guys just a little? I guess that's what happens when you do the trailblazing. I I I was the first rig behind behind Rich. You know, just saying. Wow. It was it was fun following Rich. Rich. Rich made it look easy. Always fun following Rich. Always. Oh, it's Chris. I forgot Chris was even here. Chris is here. He's yeah. just had his mic turned off. He's been polite, unlike you guys. We, we've been diagnosing some issues. Um, Chris, go back in that setting, if you would, and turn your volume up a whole bunch. You're, like, super quiet. It'll be in that same setting menu. All right, Rick. I gotta know, what did you hate about the complete off-road experience? leaving so, like in a I sappy did, way like I, as you no. watched your friends drive away you shed a tear i, I did i did not i did not want it to end okay you had a whole extra day with me rick <laughs> i spent a whole extra day with you it wasn't enough he needs more chris time wheeling i wanted to keep wheeling i wanted to i wanted that trip to last like two weeks i've heard kyle say it twice I'll say it now. Everybody's invited back on the 21st. That's if very it was soon. a couple of hours one way, yeah, I'd probably do that. I, I get I it. Can't, I can't do a nine-hour trip each way. Yikes. Like Chris, Chris was talking about it on his own podcast. He treated grudge. Um like they, you know, you guys don't want to turn it into like a week long event. But if you did, I would be there the whole fucking week. Hey, don't be plug another podcast on my podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Stop trying to give this guy all his credit. Come on now. Could you get extra somebody? Those are those are our listeners. <laughs> we don't be giving them away now. Stop that, DJ. Oh. Steve, you only had video. <laughs> <laughs> right. DJ's got their freaking merch up on the screen. Oh, it's one stick. We don't have merch yet. Hey, turn up your volume, Christopher. I mean, Christian. Damn it, hey, sorry. I did. What else to do here? 
I don't know. I guess we're going to have to turn them up in post. Like you guys used to turn me down in we, post. We need to slap that CBAP y'all right on the side of uh, Snow Day. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not. I actually I have some of those stickers laying around. I, I don't care for it. It's not for me. Clearly. It's not for me. I can. Just saying. So anyway, Rick hated leaving. All right, let's see who else we have here. We got to hear from, well, I guess Mr. Complete Off-Road is on here now. Mr. Complete Off-Road, do you want to tell me with some volume, what was your favorite part about the Complete Off-Road experience? My favorite part of Complete Off-Road experience? Yeah. Oh, that's got to be just having everybody that came there and wheeling with everybody for a couple days. That's got to be my favorite part. I think that that's my favorite part, too, is just the the off-road community camaraderie. I love you guys, and it's a lot of fun to hang out with you. Okay, so that was your favorite part. What was the thing that you hated about the complete off-road experience? Uh, rolling my ankle that still hurts. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I completely forgot about that. That was really intense. It was... Uh, I finally went to the doctor last Friday, and... They did x-rays. Nothing's broken. Uh, possibly wait to see if they want to do MRI or not. But I am wearing a brace and still not walking much better than I was that weekend. Oh my god, it's been like a month. Maybe not a month. Well, around a month. Two weeks. Jeez. Almost a month. Jeez, man. So, and you're still suffering from that. Yeah. Still reminding me. It's my, it's my memory of core that won't go away. So... Body damage. Yeah, me and the truck took body damage. So I it's don't hell know. getting old. Trying Chris, to follow Mike. Up. Yeah, bud. Oh, I was just gonna say, go along with that. I pulled my sh- pulled my muscle on my right shoulder the night I was loading up to head the core. The night before heading the core, and my shoulder is still messed up from that. So I'm right there with you. We know what you mean then, right? Yeah, it's uh, my right arm is just, it's not, it's about 50% still. Damn. The only other thing I could say is fighting the cooling issues on Friday, uh, I didn't get to enjoy as much of East Dubuque as I would have liked. I've, that's the second time I've been there with cooling issues and I'll wait for next year to go back. We'll be back there. Usually we run that in the spring and then in the fall <laughs> with the stump jumpers. So we'll be back there for that. But I guess I I did miss part of it when I was trying to figure out my my microphone. Um, but just listen to the other, you know, the two other episodes. I think, you know, the most memorable part is Saturday afternoon at the ravine. Um the well, most memorable wasn't one of the questions, though. I was saying favorite part and, and least favorite part, but I didn't say most memorable. I think everybody would say that the Saturday evening was most memorable. It was memorable. It was memorable weeks later when that rainstorm, uh, the the engine in Andrea's Cherokee, her ni- or 2019 Cherokee blew up here a couple of weeks ago. So the, uh, the Wrangler had to come back on to daily driver duty. And it had been in the garage for about a week. I thought, oh, it's dried out. I'll put the top on. We'll we'll get going. 
Uh, it was still wet in there. I still found water under in the back. Uh, I spent a whole day washing it out and cleaning carpets. I think has carpet in it. For Wrangler, yeah. Does, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. Well, For a vehicle, so a vehicle you can take the doors and the roof off of, and yet it has carpet in it. Come on. I had never pulled the drain plugs on that Jeep, and I should have. It, it would have. When I got back up to it after we got everybody out, um, I got back up there because I know you know she had taken off to go get pick up the the food, and she taken my truck. So the she just parked her Jeep by camp, and when I got up there, it had four inches of water in the bottom of it. It was level full of water with the, the rocker panels on the Wrangler. Sounds like so, you need some Armalite flooring. We're gonna probably look at doing something, but you know, normally that that's it's been our daily driver for a long time. It's it's her baby. She does some light wheeling with it. Uh, I don't like to take it because I don't like to worry about body damage. That's why I have the Scout. So we no, don't normally take it uh, off roading, and normally, you know, we look at the forecast and prepare to not have it get wet but it's all cleaned out and dried out and back to daily driver status for now wow but that's insane hopefully you've completely pulled that carpet out of there to let dry so that you don't okay. develop mold okay I, I completely cleaned it i pulled it out we I power washed it sprayed it down with simple green I washed it again and then let it air dry before. So it was fully dry front and back before I put it back in. Wonderful. It was a process, but it's, yeah, I started worrying about some of the electronics in that. And it got that, that wet, but none of that had a problem. Did they run any wires under the floor on those, like under the carpet? Well, under the seats, there's the, you know, the occupant sensors and the airbag. That's true. All that stuff. But apparently, Jeep was smart enough when they're making that a, a removable top vehicle that they made that stuff fairly weatherproof. I would hope that the connectors are like, I would assume waterproof other than like, you know, like a regular vehicle where they're just like the open connectors. Trust no, me, that's top. pure luck. Trust me, that's oh. pure luck. Oh, okay. It's so Jeep didn't sheer, I get that right. Sheer luck. <laughs> I would well, like to well, think that at least they put the connectors like up at the bottom of the seat and not on the floor. So at least you got like a few inches before it's underwater. Yeah, they're, hey, they're, man, whatever helps you think at night. What hey, helps, whatever I, helps you sleep at night. I right? don't work on yeah. Jeeps for a living. I'll tell you that. Be glad. As to say, you're better off. But who else has Most people don't there? submerge their Toyotas, and if they do, they aren't coming into my dealership. Who else hasn't done the highs and lows of their uh, their experience? Well, you know, we haven't actually heard from. Yeah, we haven't heard from Woo, dude. Thank you. Hey, DJ, how's it going? You having a snack, are you? Yeah, eating some kettle corn. Mmm, yummy. Good, man. All right, DJ, I want to hear what you hated about the complete off-road experience first. Well, I mean, the, the response that I hadn't heard yet today, but would be, you know, kind of generic, is that I just, I just didn't hate a thing about it, honestly. Oh, my God. Um, Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So really, I just hated leaving. Honestly, I could say the same thing as all you fools. Or I, say I didn't hate a damn thing about it. You had to hate um, something. Did you hate getting hailed on? 
Nobody said that yet, even though it sucked. He's got no, I actually enjoyed the Chevy Chase Great Adventure out of it. He loved <laughs> we getting hate under on the tailgate okay, of the back of my truck with a blown out tire in the right rear. There was like three of us hiding under the back of my truck, and it, I thought it was hilarious. So yeah, you blew out a tire in the hail, and you, that wasn't the part you hated the most. Hell no. <laughs> that makes the adventure. Yep. Um, part of the adventure. Can you even upset this guy? Somebody piss him off real quick. No, nobody? Nobody's got anything to piss DJ off? Why would we okay. want to piss off Voodoo? I'm, I'm just saying, it seems like you can't piss him off. I don't think, I don't think it's possible, honestly. I don't think there's a thing you could say. Nobody's close enough to hit his kid. Yeah, is it nobody's close enough to hit his kid? Somebody just crack him one. Yeah, that'd be about the end of it for you. That's about it. it. I'll smile in my (laughs) mugshot. Your Dakota is dumb. Got him. Uh, Well, okay. Fair enough. I bet it is. It is. Wow. You tried wrong on that one. (laughs) It's dumb big. It is dumb big. It is very dumb big. I'll tell you what. Uh, when I said, don't come through here if you want body damage, that was in the trail that had three, uh, protruding rocks that was like right, left, right. And you had to weasel through. And then there was that kind of waterfall climb right after that. And I ended up having to back out of there cause it was going to just take out a whole door and then a whole bedside. And I just didn't think the body damage was worth it. So it, I no. guess if anything, that is the one thing I hate is having to back out of somewhere um because i know that the rig is capable i just wasn't willing to give the you know take on the body you, damage you, of the obstacle that's, that's the trail that touched my glass yeah that was, was that super early it actually looked like a lot of fun so then yeah, i jumped in with dustin on that one and we tried to go up the wa- the little waterfall and we blew the front drive shaft out of the toyota that was cool too uh, yep. okay oh, yeah. okay i'm but gonna stop right up there the- that's that's when DJ was sitting in the faster seat. He said, "Send it to the moon." So I stood <laughs> on it, and then about it's five minutes after dude. that, Rick told you me should said, know Don't better. Ever listen to DJ? <laughs> yes, yeah, his rig. Had, so Dustin was there as what we were calling roadies to help out with Rich's repairs, bitches. and he or Rich's bitches, as they were known. <laughs> Well, technically, he was Rich's little bitch. Yeah, yep. <laughs> His shirt says so. Accurate. But I walked up to see what was taking so long. Well, I, I I hobbled up to see what was taking so long at that point. And he's sitting there watching Cody, the trail leader, fix, fix the drive shaft for him when he's supposed to be there to help fix repairs. Okay, well, so. I jumped out kind of assess the situation and all next thing I know, Cody's underneath my truck pulling my drive shaft apart. That's Cody for you. I, I know. And he, after it's all put back together, got out of there and DJ took off in my truck without me. Cody looks at me and says, Hey man, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in line. I didn't mean to do that to you. He's like, I'm just so used to people not knowing what the fuck's going on. I just jump in and help. I'm like, that that's fine. I mean, I, I appreciate the help, but you know, a little bit of warning next time. Like, hey, I'm. Everything happened so fast. He was already underneath there, had it pulled apart. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, sure. We'll just say that, not because you're just lazy. So anyway, woo, dude. What was your <laughs> oh favorite God. part of the complete offer experience? 
Well, so I have two favorites. Uh, the first favorite is just going to be the waterfall at the end of Saturday afternoon, right before it started raining and hailing. That's like the ultimate favorite for me to be able to run a trail that just wasn't beaten down, that hadn't had rigs down it in years and years and years. Um, but the other one, I, I really love that shale ravine. I love that portion over kind of on the other side of his parents' house, that shale ravine. And I love the fact, I know it was the obstacle, but that tree that was leaned over was cut out of the way. So the Dakota could fit through there. And where Dave was having all the trouble, like tipping over on the right side, trying to get up out of there. I just drove through there, drove through there. Like it was no big deal. And that was, that was a lot of fun for me. So that was my favorite part. Nice. We, we didn't cut that tree out to make more room. We cut that tree out because it was falling over, we couldn't have got through there at all without cutting it out. Exactly. Right. Yep. Well, either way, it seemed to work out and people got to enjoy it. So that's what matters, right? Yeah, it was cool. Right. Mike, did you do the share ravine? I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure that was another one of those where I just didn't think I'd fit. No, Mike. Well, yeah, you did the share ravine because you dropped. That's the one we dropped down. We go past up past Rich's parents. Mm-hmm. On the edge of the cornfield, it's that steep drop in. Because you were yeah, at the bottom and you came up the ridge top. It depends yeah, if Mike, he took the ridge top up or if he went through the ravine coming out. Mike took the no, ridge. He top. was up on the ridge top. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I think I went out, the, the technically yeah. the shale ravine is where we first drop in. Yeah, like, technically, that's all shale's at. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, that's. Like, do you remember the there was a big tree laying across the top of the trail and you just slid your cage under it? Uh yes, I do remember that. Yeah, that, I, that it was, pushed that, my whole truck down through the entire like that, yeah. I guess I did do it. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you've done it twice because there's Kitty has video proof this year of you doing it, and Jeremy has video proof of you doing it last year. Man, if right, only my memory were better, I would have remembered both of those times. Yeah, right. but, but he didn't go through the second portion of that. Instead of following the oh. ravine. Was that the part where there was a huge like root sticking out on the right side? Yeah. V-notch. Yes. That's where yeah, that's I, where Steve caved the roof in last year. Exactly. Yeah, I did not do that. Yeah. But that oh, tree yeah, that he caved the, the roof in on is gone. Now. Correct. Yeah. You're right, Rick. So that yeah. ravine, I was sitting at, I had just come under the tree and I radioed back to court. I said, hey, where are you at? And he was right behind Sam. And I said, okay. I said, which way are you going to go? And he's like, well, which way should I go? I said, just follow Sam. I thought Sam was going to take the ridge up. I didn't know that the tree had had fallen over and then got cut out because I, I said, well, there'll be a tree at the bottom. You can go left or right. And I guess they started up through there and got their left and rights mixed up and were in the ravine that we were all crawling. And Geyer looked at Court at one point and said, why would Chris send us this way? <laughs> that's the subsequent video where i've seen the video court pops his head out of the window like a turtle looks at mike and steve and says 
I'm just going to send it and mats it. No good. And pinballs up through there. He got up by me. By this time, I've already crawled out. I'm I'm back down spotting people. And he, he comes up and he sees where everybody's turned to go out and he cranks it hard left. And I heard noises. I thought for sure we had a Dana 30 in pieces. And I'm like, whoa, 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 stop a second. And he just laughing away. And I'm like, back up. And he backs up. Hey, and man, one piece. You, you can't kill a Dana 30. Unbreakable. Uh, mm. I think Trevor, Trevor. I don't know. I didn't break mine. Dave told me on, on uh, Saturday that he wanted to see parts on the floor, and I tried. Didn't break this. I, I have, I, they will take a lot more beating than than most give them credit for, but I have seen them break. I've uh, seen them break. I've, I've broke them. <laughs> Are we talking about Dana 30s right now? Yeah, but how many Dana 30s did we have there and not a single breakage? We didn't you just got to sink a little money into them. They'll, they'll hold. You just got to spend a few dollars. Uh, hey, uh, Chris. Yes, sir. I think the only reason Quartz Dana 30 didn't break is because I'm holding his locker in my hand right now. I've got his locker in my hand. What do you have? Also true. <laughs> yeah. It's he hasn't come and got his locker yet, along with his Toyota truck yet. So when he that gets that locker, it may grenade itself. Yeah. That ain't his Toyota truck. Well, it's it's a fourth, fifth, or it's part of, it's part his. No, they, none of them are chipping in on it now. I don't know. Nobody's giving me any money for it yet. It's still mine. So, oh, shit. Maybe I got a Fit 2 on my trailer on the way home. Uh, no, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a Jeep guy. You're not a Toyota guy. You're not getting that thing. Put a Data 30 yeah, in there. <laughs> Put a Data 30 go. in it. You know exactly what I was going to do. Burn it before you put a Data 30 under it. Sidebar, Dustin, you know I have your payment sitting here. I know. You I just mean, gotta get your you, butt down to Illinois and get it to me. You gotta put a Dana 30 under it for it to survive. It's a fucking Toyota. No. <laughs> it I will say this. There's a there's a possibility it will get Jeep axles, but they are not Dana 30s or 35s. Hmm. Trevor just got excited. I know exactly what axles Chris is talking about, too. So but we'll leave that for a, a for a uh, follow-up. I will say we'll, one we'll, of the other things. We'll leave that for a heat-treated garage episode. <laughs> yeah, that save the good content a, for your own podcast. <laughs> well, <come on>. we, <laughs> we never, never gets put on on heat-treated garage though. Oh, that's that a lie. True. Mm. Trail hated guys were the first guests we ever had. That's true. Okay, you I mentioned two, in the episode. Two of them were at the table. And the fourth one was on the phone. Three of them were That's the right. Fourth one was on the phone. Screw so, that guy anyway, on the phone. I'm, I'm going to go back to... I don't like following Mike's bog dogs. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You made some hellacious holes in that hill climb. And there's video of me going up after you tried it. And those are 38s. Exactly, they're only thirty-eight. So what? You don't have a problem. You have forties or forty-two. What? What are your tires? Okay, so forty-one. Play a thirty-eight in stupid language. 
Right. <laughs> Maybe okay. thirty seven. To be honest. No, yep. they actually measure about they actually measure about thirty eight and a quarter. But I'll measure I don't know mine right how now. you. I don't know how you dug those out, but they were dug out, and my wheelbase is just enough different that I hit my my back tires hit them, and it stood me straight up. Yikes. And I'm like, I looked out. I know the left one was off the ground. So, and I think it was Dave was at the bottom hollered, put it in reverse, and I was already in reverse. But when I hit reverse, I felt the right side come up off the ground. And if you watch the video, you can see it float up. Hey, um, I know this isn't very conducive for a podcast, but uh, if you if you look at my screen, I'll show you the play by play as uh, Chris is explaining it. As I'm saying it. Oh, did you take a video oh. of this? Yeah, we. I have everything. Chris, when that happened, I thought that you had like a lower oh. rear come apart or something because the way that the, your rear suspension got up under you was super weird looking. From where yeah, I was it, standing, it, it, it unloaded weird. I'm gonna bet the four link's not exactly correct. You know, like exactly ever... like right, like the links. Yeah, are not uh, quite uh, the same. Or geometry's probably not exactly dialed in. Not that mine is either. I'm just saying that's probably why it looked goofy. Them link well, bars are probably warped because they went through a fire. No, oh, there was link bars on it before. No. It was Leafs before, right? Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. So the rear, at least, was Leafs. Yeah, yeah. The, rear was, the, oh, original, the original scout was rear Leaf and link front. And new the, the current version is four link rear, three link front. But the numbers are not be From a packaging standpoint, the, the, the bars are not exactly where you want them to be the the, the uppers are actually about a i want to say a half a three-quarter an inch longer than the lowers um so it does have but i've never had it unload like that but the combination of that that steep with the holes uh left by mike's do you have a over 100 any yeah. squat yeah sorry i'd have i don't I ran the numbers like once, Rick? I don't even know what they are. Yeah, I never ran on my mind because I just basically bought a cross member and made everything fit. So it is what it is. Looking my, at the video of everybody up. going up that hill, it looks like everybody was lifting their left tire. It's just that you, Chris, did it in a more dramatic fashion. Well, I like to put on a show, so hell yeah, yeah. more flex and more power right. than a lot of us probably. More power. Well, just I saying, not everybody's got an LS under the hood. The LS, maybe. Stock, stock five three. I think Snow Day needs an LS. I mean, it wouldn't hurt. Well, it might hurt the suspension and steering and drivetrain and everything else, but it, it wouldn't hurt for uh, yeah. going up hills. For the whoop house. The whoop house would be nice for sure. Are you the only person that had an LS out there? No way. Me? No. Yeah, you. Um, the Discovery Discovery 4x4 guys. Oh, that one had one. Okay, I was yeah. like. Yep. yep. They've got an LS. Yeah, I have an LS with a blower. Oh, does that count? Uh, a one liter engine with a blower is basically a 5.3? 2.7 liters. That's more pissed off squirrels. Well, they're really pissed off when you shove a bunch of boost up their ass. Yep. 
<laughs> well, Rick, I will tell you that your Jeep going up out of the out of that last climb after the waterfall. No, I wasn't anywhere near it. I know it sounded good and it looked good coming up out of that. Yeah, but yeah, Rick, who claims his who claims he has zero compression on like half his engine? Five and six. No, not zero. Five and six have (laughs) seventy to seventy-five pounds of compression. Well, I heard your wife driving say, "Fucking send it, let's go," and it and they did it. They sent it, and it sounded good. It looked good. So, DJ's co-dog was actually the driver in that instance, and my wife was in the passenger seat and looked them square in the eyes and said, "Just fucking send it," and he did. I love her. Yep. He wasn't going to there and see if you were just being a pussy all weekend or what the story was. <laughs> he wasn't going to hurt it any worse than I would have. Well, he, he apparently the way it sounded, he broke them rings loose. So good for him. I mean, good for have you good. compression since? Huh, Rick? Have you what? checked the compression since you got home? I have not. I've driven my kid to school a couple times, sixty-five mile an hour down the main roads. You don't want to know that number. Just pretend pretend it's good and deal with it when it's not. Let me me put it this way. It is good enough that it runs, but it does absolutely have rod knock now. Oh, well, that's not great. Which is absolutely what you would expect out of a motor that's running on Hurt 5 and 6 because those two cylinders aren't firing like they should be, so you're going to end up with rod knock on 5 and 6. Put some gear oil in it and call it a day. I've already got 1540 in it with a bottle of of uh, motor honey. <laughs> That's what like you need some 30 That's what got it through core. If I have to add a bottle of freaking gear lube, well, it's a fucking tractor motor. Send it. Perfect. I will literally run that motor till she blows a hole through the block. Can't wait. I hope I'm there when it happens. I hope that that piston doesn't hit me in the face. Come on up <laughs> to Michigan, man. I think we're going to do rocks and valleys the end of the month well we're going to be talking about that at a later date so tempting so tempting oh steve are you not doing your floors anymore have you joined us no no, i've been here the whole time doing my floors okay rick when you You say end of the month like halloween yeah october 28th 29th Oh, that would be awesome. How do I figure that out? Oh, no, I can't. Yep, I I can't can't come the 20th. Damn it. So, October 29th is the last... October 29th is the last day that uh, Rocks and Valleys will be open for the season. Um, Mm. With the new changes this year, they will be closing for the winter. I do not know for sure whether reject run, which usually occurs at Rocks and Valleys, will be occurring this January slash February. Um, Paul and Carrie, the Discover 4x4 Jeep that was at CORE, they put on an event in Houghton Lake every winter. Their event will be going on. Snowfari is, to my understanding, officially dead. Um, oh. What's the one I commented uh, on the other day? That was Paul and Carrie's. That's called Snowway that is, okay. Dude. Um, Snow that one takes Woo place. Snowway. Snowway. Snow it could be dude. called Snow Woo Dude. I would like that better. Well, uh, Woo Dude very <laughs> likely will be there. 
<laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. Put it on your calendar, bud. So we'll be snow booted. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's very likely going to be the main winter wheeling we're going to be doing this year. Um, I am going to see about coming up there for that. Do it, man. Or, do it. Or there was some chat on the Patreon chat about Iron Range in the winter. So we'll see. Where is Iron Range at? Gilbert, Minnesota, all the way up north. Okay. You've driven yeah. by it. You try you sent me a picture did from say, it. Did you say Gilbert? Yeah. No, Chris, my wife sent a picture from that because I've she's the one that went by it and You're and, right. You're right. And she's the one to let me know about it. It sounds like we all need to uh, start building some uh, tracks for our rigs. Tracks. Why do you need Ooh. tracks? You got big tires. Ooh. I don't have yeah, either, that's... so I'm going to build tracks. <laughs> that's a twelve. That's a twelve-hour roll for me. I uh, I might be out on that one. Just turn your XJ into a freaking tank. It's fine. Well, if we're going to do Iron Range in the winter, uh, Dave, I'm going to need those full doors back. <laughs> No. Why are you going to be such a wuss about everything? <laughs> no. so, uh, <laughs> I just don't know. Take backsies. No uh, take backsies. When it hits 28 degrees, I'm a fucking hermit. You you have heat in your Toyota and a windshield. Dave, Dave, his vagina freezes in the cold. Yeah, yeah it freezes I, at 28 I, degrees Fahrenheit, apparently. Makes sense. So does anybody have a cool story about core? Nope. Here. I was <laughs> uh, standing on that hill was pretty fun. Oh, you I know what? Wait, actually, I, I ran the waterfall ravine. Mike and Snow Day did not. Ooh. Dustin, Dustin, and cool Tiffany. story, Rick. You know what? Little little Dustin was too scared to do it too. So. I, didn't care, I, I had a scary much was too wide, asshole. <laughs> hey, um. Um, Rick, were your was your rig in front or behind of DJ's? I was in front. I was literally the first rig behind Rich. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to find you the video of your rig going up at. Yes, uh, it was. It was Rich, then Rick, then Woo Woo Dude, then me. Yep, that'd be in the in the waterfall, or was was what. The stump jumpers call it the North Ravine. Yep. That was the order. Yeah, but wasn't there a couple of guys that, and that I, dipped and the down only and had to be winched out? That, uh, well, I, that everybody ended up coming Rich. down the hill. Yeah. Like, I was trying to get in front of, in front of Rich, but Rick overheard Rich say that... I was standing next to him. we were going and ran to his... Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I think he hit second gear to get ahead of me. <laughs> wow. Dude, I was bombing trees. I was not letting anybody get in front of me. He's not hey, wasting Rick, any do you time. Want, uh, Rick, do you want a first first time look of watching your rig go up um the exit of waterfall? Heck yeah. Join yes. join up the um I've got that little live stream going. I've got the video pulled yeah, up of uh, watch it. We can we can do a little live uh 
recanting here of you going up the hill. I was not anywhere near my rig going up that hill. I was back all the way back at the waterfall spotting Paul or I don't remember who. Yeah, you were you were way back there. I don't remember who was who was coming down when my Jeep went up. I just don't remember that timing. I, I spotted probably five or six rigs down the waterfall and past the trees. So, so backstory, some backstory on the North Ravine, um, where like Mike and Sam and Dustin dropped in is where we've dropped in for probably the last eight years because Rich was never for sure at that North end where the property line exactly was and getting permission to, to if he wasn't on his property, getting permission to be. Over that's why we haven't run that that north end of it in rich figures at least 10 years oh so normally so normally we go the way we did we'd come up that side we turn and we drop in where mike like i said mike salmon and dustin i don't know if anybody else dropped in right there or not and then come down that little part little bit of it and then turn and go back out or before that tree had fallen over we'd go all the way back down to the bottom and back out the way we came um, maybe once a year we get to even get that far over there because on a stump jumper run it depends on who is the level at the run of, yep level of rigs at the run basically yes <laughs> and then we then we go from you know and how how the day progresses if we get a couple breaks where it takes us some time to get people back to the you know the, the parking lot or back to the shop and fixed whatever we don't always get to go to the north ravine um the 21st i i have put in a request that i want to run the north ravine at least the normal way if I hate not you. run it back so you can just fly just fly out there. to I'll, iowa and uh, jump in with someone yeah, you don't have to drive there, Rick. It's fine. My my passenger seat's open right now. Hey. Yeah, pick me but up at the airport. Anybody that I'm is willing to come down, I'm going to need you down. to steal a plane and come pick us up in Michigan. <laughs> DJ, you down? Yep. Man, come pick it, us up in Michigan. It destroys me that I haven't completed my pilot's license at this point because that could be a very real reality right now. How are you supposed to take a plane for a test drive if you don't have a pilot's license? I didn't say legally. I said steal the damn thing. Come get us. <laughs> okay. But I'm asking him just an in general question. Okay, so a guy comes in and says, hey, my plane yeah, makes a funny noise at 800 million knots or whatever the fuck it is. And you're <laughs> like, well, I'll just take it for a spin real quick and I'll let you know what I think. Yeah, that's I work, exactly a, I work at a flight school. I just look at my boss and say, hey, I'm going to take one of the planes. And he says, OK, we'll bill you accordingly. Hmm. Oh, cool. so you do that for the weekend. Yeah, we take uh, we can take a 180 horse retractable gear Piper Arrow and cruise at a nice smooth 160 knots. I don't give a shit. It's faster than my truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a beyond. So what you're saying, Kyle, is you can fly a plane, but you don't have a license to fly a plane. Correct. You're not going to get pulled over by the air police? Dude, I was driving long before I had a license. I'm not worried about it. 
But what about the air police? Like the there's just the just sheriff parked over by that cloud. He's like, oh, you ain't got no license, son. <laughs> no, they just wait for you to land. <laughs> my, uh, my, coworker, my coworker always says, um, I'll fly without a license because what are they going to do? Take my license? Right. That's a good point. That's a That's very right. good point. And they're like, you're not allowed to fly planes anymore. You're like, duh. I wasn't allowed to start. <laughs> yep. Hey. Hey, Kyle, do you guys have helicopters? Uh, the building directly next to mine has two Bell 206s. Can you uh, snag one? I'd, I'd, like, to get some, I'd like to get some aerial photos of my house. Yeah, um, you, would you like the one with a... Yeah, Dustin, actually, let's get in, let's get in touch with that because I can make that a reality. I mean, I'm only like five hours south of you, so... Just, nah, just less than that. Pop, just pop on down real quick. He's he's hey, Ming, I'll tell you what weekend I'm going to go down. We'll just meet up down there. Yeah, we can make that a reality. Oh, I got to deal with both of you down here. You got that right. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're coming for you, yeah. baby. Hey, you, hey you, I hope you guys get cozy because I only have one couch to sleep on. That's I want to be fine. a little spoon. Hey, Rick. I can snuggle. I'll hold a camper. Let me know. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you down there. Let's do it. Hey, we got some trails to break, I hear. Yes, we do. As long as I can talk the father-in-law into it. So, Kyle, you got this... this. Yeah, back on point here. here. You're patiently waiting. I'm trying to... We'll bring us back on point here. So, here, here is a photo. Um, before we went through, Rich had asked me to take some photos and videos just to capture the beauty of the land before we absolutely hmm. obliterated it. There's also a pretty good picture of Rich that I think Jeremy shared today or yesterday at the start of the ravine. Oh, yes, I just saw that. If it's a particularly pretty or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, If it's a photo that's relevant. To this conversation, please post it in the Trail Riders page when this drops so that people can see what we're talking about. Talk to your producer, Mike. Set I'm it up. talking to him. Doing my best here. I swear to God, I would I would just absolutely die to be able to go up that ravine. And I know the, the ultimate adventure tried and they failed. But well, okay. damn it, I so- think we can do it. The ultimate adventure takes two days. When they did I'll literally it, camp in that ravine. Mm-hmm. I'll sleep in my Jeep. You're just laying <laughs> on your windshield because it's level with the ground and you're camping yep. on it. I don't care. <laughs> when when Ultimate Adventure was there in 2014, 15, I never keep them straight. Mm, 14. Six, 16. No, no 14. You're right. 14. It was 14. Because right, Rich went 13 and 14, he hosted a stop, and 16, yep. he was on it, and then we were on yep. it this year. So, yep. but when he hosted 14, they wanted to do Rick Payway was still in charge, and Rick wanted to do the North Ravine. He'd been up, he'd scouted it. The problem was, we got eight inches of rain the day before. It was a, it was like eleven or eleven inches. I thought. 
It was a lot of freaking water. 11 inches total, but the the day before they got eight inches, and then it rained additional through the night to make a total of 11. And Rich said, we're not going to get people back out of here. It was running water down the waterfall. I I had heard stories, because I wasn't there. I didn't work for Rich at the time. I had heard stories about the North Ravine, and that was the year that another, a different, yep, right there, because that's that's Andy's geo tracker. Um, that thing's badass. I was bringing up pictures for us as we go. Best manager but ever. They, they had a different recovery rope company that year. Yep. And you could say the name. They were voodoo. <laughs> they had voodoo rope that year, and the ropes did not work. The guys hated them. I oh, you should definitely say their it. name then. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had heard stories about that, but I, you know, you never stories. You hear stories. This year, on while I was on UA, the guys were talking about it about you know that bubble rope was back, and that the year they were at Riches, voodoo rope was it. They were actually asking Rich for bubble ropes to get guys unstuck off camera. Nice. So how can we get to where rain. they're asking for crawler ropes off camera to get everybody unstuck? Mm. Or I'm, not gonna yeah. I'm not going to comment. So I'm not going to comment. I'm not going to get in trouble for negative. Yeah, they sold both at, at complete off road, so Chris can't they exactly knock one or the other, right? Like, no, 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 I'm not. I I have nothing, <laughs> nothing bad to say about Bubba. I'm not going to talk negative about Voodoo, other than Voodoo rope is a completely and utterly different design than what we and Bubba both use as our manufacturing process. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is I just want Rick's name and his company to be out there more. That's yeah, very nice well, of you, Dustin. You're a sweet boy. I can, I can <laughs> tell you that let's wait and see what happens with UA. And that's that's going to be a topic for a whole other uh, episode if you guys want to hear about how UA went this year. I will tell you that coverage will be... Sponsored coverage videos are already starting to drop because all of those videos will be out for SEMA and uh, the actual event coverage will air the week before Thanksgiving. Hmm. Nice. Cool. And if I'm I'll throw this out here because I don't know if I'll be back on before or not, but if any, any listeners are going to be at SEMA, give me a shout. I will be out there this year. So lucky we'll be over at we'll be at the the uh Otis the Otis the uh UA truck will be at Bubba Ropes booth. So uh we're we're been asked to bring it out and be there for it. So anybody's gonna be out there give me a holler. But man, I wish I could be there this year. I w- I was hoping you were gonna maybe come out. So oh. it's gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be interesting with them changing up that Friday is actually open to the pub. The show itself never happened before. It will be open to the public if you buy what? a ticket. Yes. Ooh, Friday and Friday that. night are open to the public. Yeah, it's this- I was supposed to go SEMA's- out there with a buddy to check it out, and I unfortunately flaked. SEMA, 
it seems like probably, there's only one trade show I know that's harder to get into than SEMA, and that's SHOT Show. And SHOT Show is a, uh, yep. all the arms and rifle and, you know, gun manufacturers. My brother uh, gets to go to that every year, and I'm jealous. I I just found out that Bubba Rope actually has a booth there, too, so I, I offered what? to bring the truck back out. But Hey, there you go. Uh, but no, so SEMA, I mean, you got to have credentials, you got to have... Um, business cards and and all kinds of stuff. So it is very hard to get in there. But they've they're changing. They're they're trying to become more of a brand. I think so. They are uh, letting people cut their buy tickets to come for Friday and actually come to the show floor. Well, I mean that's probably nice for the public. It might be a shit show letting the public in. But then again, everybody that comes anyway, there's well, probably so many that it's going to be a disaster either way, right? They're let, no, they're, it's at least extremely they're well organized. They're, they're limiting it by buying tickets at least. Okay, so it's not like they're letting like 200,000 people in at the same time or something. It's 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 actually very well organized. They uh, We went in 2019 and it it was uh, I mean, I guess by, by Thursday it was kind of busy. Friday was really busy. But we actually got out there Tuesday. We went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday basically saw everything we wanted to see. And it was it was very well organized. It was it was not super cluttered, I guess. It was that's good. It's good to hear. Pretty yeah, it was it was I was not exactly what I expected. I kind of expected, like you said, kind of a shit show, and it, it was yeah. not. It was it was very organized. You could move freely about the room. Yeah, by by about halfway through Thursday, you were getting to be point. You were getting to be shoulder to shoulder with people. But uh, Tuesday, Wednesday were shit. You could, yeah, you could run around. You know, so the trick see is everything you want to see all the weekend. The weekend is a disaster. Yes. That's everybody well, said, yeah, yeah. Saturday's the well, last it, day. It ends on Friday. No, it ends on Friday. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. Friday, Friday night's the that's right. Friday night's the uh yep. parade out. That's right. This will actually be the first time that I get to see the parade because all the other years we always fly out on Friday afternoon. So this year, of course, with having a truck there, we'll be staying for the parade and flying out Saturday morning. Yeah, I didn't fly out till Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning. So <laughs> SEMA does sound like a great time. And we almost we almost missed our flight. That was a shit show. But the airport the airport well, is a shit show, but that's that's an airport. What can you do? I, ESA yep. and I security because, and Yeah. But Mike, uh you are a podcaster. You could technically get media credentials. Technically you could. Yes, sir. Interesting. Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. I mean, I would love to go to SEMA, but the show opens on Tuesday to SEMA uh, members. It opens on Monday. Monday afternoon, it opens for media so that the media can go in and take pictures of stuff without people in the way. Wow. Wouldn't that be cool to get to go to SEMA as media and, and like have it just all to yourself? Wow. You could. And I, I, I know that because a, a podcast that I used to listen to that is no no longer on, those guys used to do it that way. So Steve, you, does that sound like a plan? Are we going to SEMA next year? We're going to fucking SEMA. 
I said Steven and Kyle answers me. <laughs> He's yeah, like, I have to manage you guys while we're there, of course. <laughs> Kyle, you would definitely be invited, obviously. <laughs> Kyle hey, basically said, runs this podcast. What would we do without him? <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. Huh. Crack a beer and shut the hell up. I got a video to watch. Hey, calm the fuck hey, down. Hey, shut up. I got Hold a video on, to watch. Are we actually watching? Nope, hold on. I'm not okay, down there. Is everybody ready to watch the video? Oh, sure. Hold on. Coming in. All right. We're watching, All right. We're watching we, the stream. Here we go. Ready. Roll the tape. Try to do something. Oh, man. That is. It's, it's not even me. Style. That's not you? It's not even me. No. Who is that? I'm, that's no, DJ's co dog. Okay, Kyle, pause a minute. Kyle, pause a second. So, Mike, this is the hill before it rained. This is oh, the yeah, final yeah. hill before it rained. He's going to come up, I guess I'd call it a chicane where you got to come up, you take a you turn to the right, and then go on up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember who was behind me. Whoever was behind me was the very last one to get up unassisted. That was me. Uh, uh, Trevor. Trevor. That was Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor. I thought Tim made after it After Trevor got out. Who? Yeah, Jim did make it. Tim, the Tim. douchebag Tim and the right. green jag guy. Oh, okay. Oh. Hey, didn't Terry make feelings. it up unassisted? Who? Terry. 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 Yeah, Terry, Terry did, did Terry. give it some whoop house. Terry, Terry did, did not come but... down the waterfall, though, did he? Yeah, he was behind yes, me. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. he? Okay. He's in front of me. Nobody spotted uh, Terry, but Terry didn't need spotting. He just bangs through uh, everything. He ain't got no sheet metal to worry about. <clears throat> the only person that has done, the wa- has done that pull from waterfall to end more than Terry is Rich. <laughs> Uh, right, right, rightfully so. As much fun as it is to watch this video, none of our listeners can see it. So let's uh, let's get it, it moving if it. we're going to do it. They'll see it soon. They'll see it when They'll Kyle posts it on Trail Raiders page. The manager will cut all this out. This oh, is just for us. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, when he says he's going to edit something out, and then I listen to the podcast, and none of it has ever been edited out before. So I'm going to say probably not. I can edit it out. Sure, you can. Oh, Kyle, we need to hear it. You want to hear it? Let's let's yeah. see. Oh, yeah. This might, this might be a little bit scuffed, but uh, here you go. So, right, we, so he's setting in the bowl of soup. Looks like he just drove right up at no big deal. This is pre, pre-rain. pre Yeah, and so I'm they're just walking off the I couldn't though. do anything down there, and I have the gnarliest tires on planet Earth. That's what, the second rig up the hill? Yes. And I've got brand new Mickey Thompson's too, Mike, so. I never made it that far. I made it about. Thanks, yep. Mike. Yep, I messed it up for everybody. Sorry. I was about to say I just drove yeah, right out of it, but then. It doesn't make it, so it's got to back down, and everybody thought for sure it was toast. There was no way that it was making it the rest of the way. All right, let's hear him give the whoop house up it. Now tell me that motor does not sound labored. It I mean, sounded it labored. labored like the power wasn't rolling 40. in. 
That is that's not a healthy six cylinder. I mean, it might not be operating one hundred percent, but it's well, a good job. Well, if I we had video footage it, of mine doing it, then we would know. I would not have brought it eight and a half hours if it was like totally, completely, just straight fucked. But it was definitely <laughs> I got, hurting. I got two things to say, Rick. One, I told you to bring this rear motor with you and come a day earlier. We were going to swap it. True, you did. And and okay. two, I I made it up on a set. I made it up without a second try. I one shot at it. Plus two on the next one up. Yeah, well, you've oh, no. even on a healthy motor, yeah. you still have two more cylinders <laughs> than I do. <laughs> oh, is there actually a video of me trying to get up there? As it said in that video, you got four oh, more man. freaking cylinders than I do. So I'll please tell me this video footage. Out. Please tell me all I'll about how your LS is amazing. Hey, Rick! <laughs> Rick! Hold on, there's video, there's more Where's the video volume? footage. Volume? I don't know. Stand by. Bang. Hold on, he's volume. working on finding the right clip. Oh, okay. he's working on finding the right, the right clip. Thing. Oh, there we go. Now he's listen to Steve's hit the, hit the limiter. Mine will not hit a limiter. Steve's does sound healthier than yours, not gonna lie. What was the low end on... Uh... I never get to hear this part. <laughs> Steve, Steve. I didn't know you guys got that what, video. Steve, what gears do you got? 538s. In a oh, with a with a 40, right? Yeah, the 40. And I'm on a I'm on 538s with the same 40 inch tall tire. Well, I mean, I've got a Mickey, you've got Coopers, but still regardless, tall tires, 538 gears, very much. Similar better, rigs, better motor, and yeah, better, you, better sounding engines. make it up. It's just you can tell that your motor revs way easier, way higher. There's no argument to be made that you can tell your motor makes way more power than mine. But I mean, that's also that's also yeah. testament to the four liter, isn't it? That it's got the low end torque to punch the off the line we all weekend on four cylinders out of a six. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it, it, it's still to this day running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yep. The four liter is great motor. That's why Jeep got rid of it. It was too reliable. Yep. I'll yep. Reliable. forever. Yes, Steve. I saw you flash up the. Uh, this is Chris. Oh, I, 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 I thought Steve had a thought. My apologies. I did. It's fine. I Go ahead, you, Chris. I, thought, I saw you flash up the video of Terry. Did it, did the audio catch Terry yelling at Eric to get out of the way? Um, let's find out. Because Terry warned Eric, "I'm coming right through there." Listen. Let's see. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he yelled at him. <laughs> oh, hand. So soft. Yeah, it was it was a bowl of pudding. I mean, that section was pure soup before it rained, and you know you're kind of able to jump past it. And then once the rain started, there was nothing left. His even here, his tires are just yeah. Slicks. They look they look like they're slicks. 
Yeah, and that's the, that. There you go. That's pit bulls for you. I on a light enough rig. Wow. Now I will not argue on a heavy rig. On a light enough rig, those tires, man, I loved the hell and out of my pit bulls. They only measure they're about thirty-five inches tall. They are wow. half tread. Yeah. They are half yeah. tread. Mickey t- or they're half tread pit bulls. My thirty nine fives yep. were only about thirty seven and a quarter. Those are thirty five. Interesting. So if those are if those are thirty sevens, they're probably thirty fives. Thirty five. I bet you they said thirty seven on the sidewall. They're probably about thirty five <laughs> in reality. But yep, mm-hmm. pit bulls are um, notoriously for, short for their sidewall ratings. Right. For for the sake of um, I, I'm going to interject for one moment. For the sake of keeping the night moving, Steve, do you want to shut down? We'll continue this on Patreon. Um, that way, this doesn't turn into two hours. Uh, yeah, we can do that. We're we're at about an hour twenty right now. Perfect. There wasn't anything that we needed to do. Uh, you're going to do all the editing for the beginning of the podcast, Mang. Uh, yes. He's Kay. like editing. What editing? I heard it in his voice. It's fine. I'll. Uh, He's not gonna edit a damn I'll mess, thing. I'll mess and you about get what it. you get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can talk about it. Yep. So for all those those times you need to shine your rig, look up summershinesupply.com. Get you some. Yeah. Well, you I took care of one of the sponsors. All right. Does anybody else want to grab right. a sponsor? <laughs> Most of them are here. So go ahead. Shout yourselves out. Shout yourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you can't make the hill out of the ravine, crawler off road, we'll get you out. And if you break anything while you're in the ravine, the fleet off road will help you out with with your parts replacement needs or upgrading. If you want to build the ultimate Dana 30 like Trevor and Kyle, give me a call. <laughs> Damn. So right. wait, what was, what was the phone number, Chris? 563-583-5363. Option two is Chris's. <laughs> Chris's, Chris's personal phone number. I mean, if Rich answers, <laughs> just ask for the owner. Yeah, I thought that's the number. I thought that's the number he we were did. giving out the whole time. Anyway, he loves to come find me and say, "Hey, they're asking for the owner." He does. Yeah. Did I tell you about he the last time I called? And he answered. Yeah. Did you hear about the last time I called and he answered? I said, hey, I Rich, know. I need to speak to the owner. And he goes, all right, Rick, hold on a minute. He walks out, and all of a sudden, you answer the phone, and I'm just laughing. He doesn't even skip a beat. He's just like, I know what's going yep. on here. Yep. He recognizes my phone number, and he's like, all right, Rick, hold on. I'll go get him. Love it. <laughs> we can't forget about hey, I'll, get, I'm gonna, I'll talk about rad designs if you want a hell of a shifter. I've got one in the Scout. There you go. We we put one in Otis for the Ultimate Adventure. That shifter never missed a beat. And there was a couple times we had had to uh, use it. So if you need a really good shifter, I don't care what you got for an automatic. Set it set it up with that. I've got mine set up to actually run my 4L60 manually. So it works and- great. I can't say good enough about Rory's products. And Chris, amazing. to add on to that, uh, I've got the dual cases in the Toyota where I've got two-wheel drive, full-wheel drive, high and low in the back case. 
I've got Roy's shifters in there. They are fantastic. I've got his triple sticks in mine, and they work awesome. Man, Rad designs all around. I've got uh, stock and shifter, got, and it's suboptimal. Yeah, and same. I've got the VX in mine. The only thing I can say about the VX is uh, don't try to shift it while there's a phone cord inside of it. It doesn't that, work uh, out. That stuff a little bit, does it, Steve? Yeah, the uh, the switches that are in there that that are kind of they're somewhat exposed. Um, yeah, one of them didn't fare so well, but I will say that they're nice enough quality of a switch that I was able to take it apart and rebend back the steel that I broke. I I didn't just try to shift it. I got frustrated. Why is this thing not going into first gear? This thing's a piece of junk. And then just slammed it down into first gear, crushed the phone charger, and bent one of the little tabs. But phone charger. Nope, couldn't fix that. But the shifter, the shifter, I was able to fix and save the switch. Nice. And once I uh, once I saved the switch on there, uh, it was back to normal operation, and it's been great ever since. So yeah, forget about definitely more plate. Shout out! I was I was yeah. gonna shout out Offered Anonymous because oh, yeah. for the first time ever, I actually saw one of those Milwaukee Packout <laughs> Cups. I was walking around the Ace Hardware uh, the other day, and I just happened to see one, and they actually had the display set up with the Milwaukee pack out and the cup sitting in it. And I just went and grabbed it and pulled it, twisted it and pulled it out, looked at it and put it back in, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got to have this. <laughs> I'd never they actually seen it. I, like, I'd only heard about it in theory. So, yeah, that's super cool. Go get you some of that. I, ORA's got great stuff. Uh, another product I'm using on the Scout. We've packed out mounts. <laughs> And the rear truss is a ORA. Uh, probably one of the nicest fitting, least amount of grinding to before ready to weld on trusses I've put on. I'm about ready to make an ORA order for some packout mounts. I just got packout stuff for my my Jeep. I'm excited to I, get um, that all set up. I, I don't want to give I don't want to give too much away, but uh, check out the Trail Riders page on Monday. If we're going to, and if we'll talk about more flight, um, if you watch when the coverage of UA comes out, watch, we used a more flight and a 10, six pro all week. That was so nice to hook all four up. Hit go. And everybody else is running around trying to, air up pressures. or air down for that matter and we're just standing there talking to people and when it shuts off you leisurely yes. wander back over and oh yeah all four tires are balanced just, and aired up and ready to go okay all I say is be, be careful unhooking your unhooking it the 10 six from the yes. from the hoses because it's going to be oh. warm oh. oh yeah we did yeah, I see that for sure we ran Mike's favorite tire at 10 PSI on the trail. And we ran them at 25 on the highway. And it took about four minutes to air them up, all four up. But that hose is really warm when it's done. That's freaking hauling. I guess though. I must just expect four it. minutes. That's, That's flying. Nothing. Four minutes, yeah. So I, I did mine, and it was from five to 20. Wow, 
from 5 PSI to 28, 27, 28, something like that, I think it was, uh, was seven and a half minutes on 40s. It's not bad. No, not bad at all. I'll take it. And the best part is, who cares if it's seven and a half minutes? All I did was plug it in, kick the, set it to 28 PSI, and I went back to the garage and do some stuff. Like, so it really doesn't, once it has the set it and forget it feature, it doesn't even matter that much to me, but maybe if you're trying to go trail night. That's kind of my thought about the whole thing is it could be 25, 30 minutes and it's like, you don't have (laughs) to touch it and you could plan accordingly, but it's self-setting and it's automatic. I mean, it's like, it's kind of a no brainer to have. For your tires, it's about 25 to 30 seconds. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's going to take, take you longer to take the hoses out and put them back in than it's going to take the air those tires up. It will, <laughs> you do have with, ten, with the 10.6 and the 10.6 Pro, you do have to have at least two high tires hooked up. Or it pushes the air so fast that it will, it will yeah. overheat itself. It doesn't like it. You, yeah, not recommended. I have I have aired up one tire out of necessity with the 10.6, but I wouldn't recommend it. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some warranty void going on there. <laughs> but I think I also pulled the core, though. Maybe? I don't remember. I mean, what are you supposed oh, to do? I mean, you're not going to carry two yeah. compressors on your rig if you just happen to have it and you need to air one up. You're going to use it, obviously. Yeah. That's it. Uh, yep. I think I did use the Morphlight to do it, but I had to air up Jess's uh, Jeep tire when we were at the airport. But then again, her Jeep tire, it only ran for like 30 seconds. And it was done, so. Yeah, short burst. From, you didn't from let the smoke fire. out, so you're all right. Yeah, no, it still runs fine. Perfect. That was with my old 10.6. But anyway, yeah, Morphlight, get you some of that stuff. You need it. It's fantab- fantabulous. Is there anything hey, else? this wasn't anything as else? big of a shit show as I expected it to be, with like 18 mm. motherfuckers in here. You haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, that's true. Ming, do some good <laughs> editing and take out all the shit showy parts. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just going to be as is. Yeah, I, think I knew you were going to say gonna... that. <laughs> it's going to get a full Mang edit and call it a day. He clicks the submit button and he's like, okay, and then he goes to sleep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> listen to the last episode, Mike. If you uh, if you don't think I can do some fancy editing, you listen to the back half of that. There's there's some work done. Mm. I started listening to the last episode, but I have not finished it's it. It's so seamless that you can't find it. I will I took, say this: I took two conversations and I went like this, and nobody has noticed. Like, went like huh. this. Did you flip flop them? No, I took. The beginning and end of one conversation and the beginning of end on another conversation and I overlapped them and nobody has caught it. Mm. Mm. I don't even know what that means, but good job, baby. Thank you. You've never edited podcasts. You you don't have I know what Kyle's talking about, and it's uh easy. It can be challenging. I've never done it, so thanks a bunch. Well we done with this one? We going to the Patreon? Yeah, we need to get the hell out of here. Okay. Hey, thanks for joining us for episode 188. I don't care about anybody's last words. We got to shut this thing down. Yep. So. <laughs> so bye. Thanks for listening. We'll catch hey. you on the trail.
final thoughts, no matter what you're going through, there's someone who cares and someone to talk to. Whether it's a friend, a family member, or someone at 988, there's always somebody who's listening 